So this is uh, Stories and Solutions. I am Mr. Todd. I have a really cool, cool guy here. I met him at voiceover school. We just kind of clicked. His name is Gustavo, and he's a voiceover artist and overall just cool guy, but I'll let him introduce himself, and here he is. Hey, thank you very much, Mr. Todd. Yo, man, it's been a long time coming. It's been a yeah. long time coming to be on this. Thank you very much for having me, man. No, thank you for coming on. I, I've been wanting to have you for a long time. And believe it or not, I kept thinking, I, I, I got to make sure I do you justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, it, just when I thought that my schedule was easing up and I was like, all right, cool. I can finally get on with Mr. Todd. It's like, you know, the universe throws a curveball and it's like, no, no. So like, you know, we blink and three months goes by, but hey, man, I'm happy I'm able to do it. Yeah. So we we talked a little bit before and you had a really interesting story. I was going to tell you the, the the parallel to your story about, um, you know, getting sick. We both had, I guess, like near death experiences and awakenings, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, uh, All right. cause something I didn't tell you was I actually told my wife, um, when I got to the hospital, my friend was holding, holding the phone for me. And, um, I told her if for some reason I don't come out of this and you get remarried, just do not have my kids calling someone else dad. That's how far right. I was. I thought I was gone, you know. And I'm yeah. sure she told you immediately. She's like, you need to stop that. Well, she she knows me as a fighter. So she was yeah. like, I think she got scared. And she was like, well, why are you telling me this? And I said, well, if I don't tell you and I go, who's going to tell you? So yeah. that was pretty much like how it was. Because at that point, I wasn't, you know, doing very well at all. Right. And, you know, just, you know, if you want to talk about it, it's cool. You, we had the same yeah. things going on. And, and it's just like how you said, the universe, you know, it's just really crazy. So how, how you been uh, lately? You know, so I had my quote unquote near death experience with COVID, um, the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, I was fully clear in the clear, quote unquote, like I was negative, I was testing negative and everything by the end of January 2021. And still till this day, I still struggle with uh, smelling. Oh, so it's still. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's real weird, man. It's real weird. Like, I don't want to be one of these people where it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, like drag on the COVID thing or anything like that, because look, man, I'm, you know, I'm not a right wing Republican, but it's like, I hate COVID. <laughs> I hate wearing a mask. I absolutely detested wearing a mask. And people probably thought I was like some, some psychotic Trump supporter, but I wasn't. It was for the fact that I couldn't breathe, man. The, the COVID that did the damage to my lungs, I, dude, I just couldn't breathe. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. And it was like, they were like, oh, well, you need to wear a mask. And I'm like, dude, you don't understand, man. You don't understand what I'm dealing with here. So when I was able to get back in the gym, you know, work it and, you know, kind of get the lungs a little stronger, I started realizing that I, you know, when I went back to work full time, I went back to work and I became director of security at Christian Dior on Rodeo. And every now and then people would be like, oh my God, do you smell that? And the whole store would be like, yo, what is that? And I'm oh, like the sitting perfume. there and I'm like, I'd be like, I don't know what you guys are smelling. And they're like, you can't smell it. I'm like, no. And then I realized by this point, it's, it's like April, May, 2021. And I started realizing, I'm like, wait, why, why am I having troubles? And the longer I went on, the longer the year went on, I, uh, I go to the gym and the gym is maybe like three quarters of a mile away from me. So I like to walk to the gym, you know, loosens up the legs. I drink my pre-workout. It allows the pre-workout to, you know, to settle in. It's about like a 25 minute walk. Okay. Um, and there are times, man, where I'm walking and the flowers were in full bloom. Couldn't smell them. Still to this day, we're what, November 13th, 2022. Right now, yeah, yeah. And I, and still. There are days where I'll get up and I'm walking past a fresh bloom of flowers, can't smell them. And there are days where I know that I'm having a good smelling day. And it's, it's just one of God's little, you know, laughing jokes is that I know I'm having a great smelling day when I smell absolutely everything. And the majority of it is terrible. That yeah. sucks. Like I'm walking down like a, like a neighborhood and I smell like, like sewer, just a dog that just went to the bathroom and I smell it. 
And I'm like, oh my God, that is terrible. It's like, I smell like everything that's wrong with the city. Wow. I will smell it. And then I'm like, well, I know I'm having a great day if I smell literally everything. Everything. But but yeah. but are you able to like, okay, so say you walk past a pizza place. Is that smell not there versus the like a sewer smell? No, I mean, like there are days where where I just can't smell anything. So I can't smell the pizza joint. But on days that I can smell the bad is when I can smell anything and everything. Oh, okay. So then you yeah, there, the there, there's a word for it. <laughs> there's a word for it. A uh, pyrosemiac or pyrosemia, something like something like that. Or and that's, that's the the what takes away the smell. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like that's what I'm still struggling with. Like I've known people that they're like, oh no, the taste comes and goes, and I'm like, well, no, thank God the taste exists with me, but. Like last night, I went out to uh, dinner and I went to this um, restaurant, had um, had black truffle risotto. It was delicious. It was amazing. And it's kind of funny because it's like, you know, some people that it's like one goes with the other. It's like if you can't smell, you really can't taste. Uh, yeah, it's true. So so it's like I know that I'm having uh, a good smelling day when I can taste something fully. But what, but I know that I'm having like a not good smelling day when it's like it's almost almost will taste bland i got you yeah so, but hey man you know what i'm still you know you're still i've kicking. got i've got a pulse yeah you know, i got a beat in the heart man so you know i could be a lot worse off right now bro yeah you're appreciative and that's what matters you know because that's yes, what, sir. I, I think that's what keeps it uh going that way is because mm -hmm. You know, like there could be someone in your position and all they do is complain about what they can't, you know, smell or taste and not think about like, wow, you know, even if I'm hindered, I could be like somebody else that's not breathing, you know? Yeah. So, no, nah, that's a, it's a, it's a great thing. I told you, like, I couldn't walk. I, I had that on one of the episodes too, that I couldn't, I couldn't see it in my left eye. I was, I showed you the pictures, but my arms were all yeah. weird. And like I said, I, if you into why I told my wife, like, bye, when it was happening to me, my mom used to be a nurse. So I was like, I couldn't think of anybody <laughs> that I knew that had this. Yeah. So then right. I thought, I thought, oh shit, maybe I have, um, Parkinson's or something. Cause I told mm -hmm. you my, my body was doing. And then even then I was like, okay, so that gives me at least like 25 years I can live. To, right. to see my kids like that's where my mind was going mm -hmm. like like if i have ms because i was just laying out i was strapped in a bed so i was thinking of all the the worst things i could have and how much time would i have with it i'm not even supposed to be here i guess in a way but i guess i am be or we are because we're the carriers of the light uh yeah you know i i, I don't take it for granted my sister's passed away so it's uh now 19 years you know and she was a hundred percent in the god I always ask, like, what is the difference between what she was doing and what I'm doing? And why is she not here? And why am I here? And over time, it started becoming, how do I know what she's doing? So she might be doing something that your mortal body can't do. Yeah. So, you know, so, right. so that's where I, I just keep it into perspective of like, we all have our jobs and whatever form of you know body we're in whether it's gas or you know dust or whatever it's it's still a needed uh intricate part of something else or it wouldn't be built you know yeah no no 100 percent. i mean you know like you may question god of the universe as to why your sister you know is no longer here but it's like you know you got you know you got little ones you know so it's like you are here to provide you know, your your next generation and to you are in an essence, in some way, you are the pillar of the family tree. You are the tree trunk to that, you know, and and it's like me, I like I don't have kids. I've never been married. So it's like, I don't know if that'll be for me. I don't know if that's in my future or not. Yeah. So it's like, you know, mine may be a different way. My mind may be a different route, um, you know, to be one day as successful as I can be. And show that, hey, you know, uh, because I grew up with a single mom and it's Same. like, hey, you know, maybe one day there's a, you know, a fatherless Mexican kid who can look up to me and be like, hey, he did it. Yeah. He's someone like me, you know. So it's like, 
you know, only the future will be able to tell me that. But for you, you know, dude, you've got a wife, you've got kids, you know, they're like, there you go. In my eyes, that like that, like that's everything you got to, you know, know and love is that, you know, this is my reason for living. This is my reason for being. And, you know, um, you know, you mentioned to me, dude, that your son, you know, your son's a, an employee of the Walt Disney Company. You know what I mean? Like, damn, dude, you're already killing it, man. You're already doing one hell of a job. Thank you. He's doing a hell of a job. I'm, I'm just dad. <laughs> but and man, yeah. you're one hell of, of a coach, one hell of a cheering section. And, you know, that's all that they need and want. I appreciate that. I really do. No, I, I, they, they were, um, I would ask the nurse to keep tapping my phone. Uh, so when the screen, you know, the lock screen, it has them on the front. Right. And that was just my, you know, even if I had, even if I had to bump, like try to bump it with something, it was just so I could see them, but it was my, that was my focus. It still is. I mean, you know, I'm a late dad, so, or old dad, whatever you say, cause I, I, we were married, geez. So we were, we were together seven years before we got married, and then we we were like married six more years before we had kids. So hey man, you know, I I mean like I was always the type of person that I'm like if I did have kids or like if I did get married, then it's like I'd at least want to travel a bit before I had kids. Like I'd at least want to do some stuff just the wife and I before yeah. kids because. Cause dude, like, like, even though I don't have kids, I understand the immense responsibility that it is to have kids and like yeah. the commitment that it is to have kids. So I'm like, bro, dude, I'm, I won't even get a dog right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cause you want to be able to just go. Yeah, man. I want to be able to spend as much time. I, you know, like I love dogs, no offense to cats, you know, but cats ain't going to, you know, want to get up and go the way that dogs do. Yeah. I get you. I, I'm a dog guy too. So I've only had a dog. Yeah, we have Yo. a lot. We have a, you know, I'm telling you what reminded me of you often was I kept thinking about like, hey, should I keep going with this? And um, one of the questions I had asked Andrew actually was about that pay for play. And I didn't know about the backstage um, stuff like that. I right. Just, you know, I, I actually was like just auditioning, but I was I only got like one thing. So I was I was like, OK, well. I know how the business is, but then, you know, like I said, I was like super sick. So I was uh weak, you know, and um, I wasn't working. So my whole focus from, like you said, like wanting to do the voiceovers like full time or, you know, even part part time, it kind of went away because I had to handle business. Right. You know, I, I remember being in class and I kept trying to think of uh, how, to, how to explain it was if I'm on a basketball court and you're on my team and we're about to go in there, I know we all have our competitiveness of we want to do good, but not you were never the type that was like, I want to smash this guy's confidence to make me better. Mm -hmm. You you were always encouraging, you know? Yeah. So that was the how you uh, stuck in my head. And then obviously- I appreciate that. It's just the truth, and then and then your voice, because I kept saying, "Man, that would be dope if we if there was like a TV show, like we're you know like it's developed of um like uh and the funny thing is I thought about that show, My Two Dads. I don't know if you remember. It's like yeah, <laughs> I thought of that, but like a voiceover, like a cartoon version, and I was like, yeah, you have like these voices. And the guys don't have to be gay. It's just like, they're just like roommates or whatever it was. And I had all those things. And I was like, you know, we're, we're teaching lessons and, and it's just animated. And I thought about yeah. that, that, like over, over, I'm talking like after, right after I met you, like all this stuff was going through my head and it never left. So I was like, <laughs> I always wonder, like, um, did you work um, for uh, the Dan Patrick show or you did something with the Dan Patrick show? Dan Patrick show no man I mean it just started I started just being just a normal caller as far back as like I want to say maybe 2013 I would get in there and I would say my opinion and everything and then I would just you know just hang up or whatever and I realized that it's like every time that I called they would put me on and I was like all right you know like I never thought that that I was 
a valued listener, quote unquote, or valued caller. It was it was always one of these things because every Monday he does the best and worst of the weekend. So, you know, you call in, you give your best and your worst of the weekend. Um, or sometimes if there was some big news story, some big sports story going on during the week, um, I would call in and I'd give my two cents. And I guess I just gave that good of an opinion. <laughs> it's the voice. To where, <laughs> to where <laughs> which, which they did not expect to, you know, me to look the way that I did when I met them. But um, so it just kind of got to the point to where it was like, I was given a good enough opinion because I, because when I met them, I'm like, I met them earlier this year uh, when they came out here to do the Super Bowl because they do their show from uh, Connecticut. And so I told them I was all like, they were like all happy to meet me. They were like, yo, dude, you're Gus in LA. Yo, Gus in LA, <laughs> Gus in LA. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, dude, I honestly thought that you guys were to find me a be annoying as hell. And they were like, no, 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 man, no, dude, dude. Like they told me straight up, they were like, look, man, you do exactly what you're supposed to do. They were like, you call in, you give your opinions and you get out. You don't try to linger. You don't try to like, you know, say quirky things to, you know, to, to make a name for yourself. You don't have anything. You just give what the topic is. You stay on point and you get out. I call in now when like, when I call in, they have me on caller ID, dude. Like I call, they pick up, yo, Gus, it's what's Gus. up, man? How was the weekend? <laughs> And so on how I met them this past year was that so May of 2001, uh, the Lakers were in the playoffs. They were playing the Suns. They were up two games to one, I believe. They were up two games to one, I think, in the, in the playoff series against the Phoenix Suns. I called in and I did a quote unquote shower of shame bet. Uh, shower of shame. It was, it started off as like some like, you know, dumb little bet that they did. And it was like, then it exploded into, oh, you got to shower with clam chowder. You got to shower with oh, like marinara sauce. You got to shower with this, shower with that, blah, blah. So me and my arrogant ass was like, I will challenge anybody to a shower of shame. I will go to Santa Monica Beach. I will shower with honey and sand that my Lakers repeat as NBA champions. So one of the guys, Seton, uh, he was like, I'll take that bet because I had called at the beginning of the 2019 season and I did the shower shame bet. I was all like, anybody want to, you know, take me on. Nobody took me on. The Lakers ended up winning the title that year. So I called for, for like, for like the repeat to be like, yo, my boy's going to repeat as champions. Seton took the bet. Lakers end up losing three straight games just get demolished. And so they were like, all right, hey, so we're going to be out there for the Super Bowl. So I go out to Santa Monica Beach. The whole crew is there. And uh, I had a bucket of honey. Wow. And uh, it was on their Instagram, the, the Dan Patrick Show Instagram. They did like an Instagram live. I saw and, you. I uh, saw your, your Instagram. Yeah, man, it was nuts, man. It sucked. It royally sucked. <laughs> what actually, what actually was, was really, it kind of scared me for a second was that I had the shower cap. I had the goggles because I was like, yo, I don't want this honey to get in my eyes right. or anything like that. I didn't uh, think about my nose. So oh. I'm pouring the honey on myself and it's a gallon. It was like a gallon, like, a, like half a bucket full of Damn. honey. And I'm, and it's pouring on me. It's coming down my face and everything. And oh, I can't breathe. And I had my mouth closed, so I was breathing it like in and out of my nose. And I inhaled, and the honey just went straight up my nose. Oh shit! So I'm like there, and all of a sudden I open up my mouth, and I'm like, you know, like, and and the honey's now coming in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like chewing this honey. I'm like eating it. It's going all over my body and everything. And I'm trying to play it off and nobody knew because oh, I, I tried to play it off as well as I could. But dude, for a hot second there, I kind of got like, oh my God, uh, yo, dude, I can't breathe. Yeah, um, I'd freak out too. Um, and then uh, and then they grabbed the bucket, they poured, they poured the sand in the bucket and poured the sand on me. It took about I I came prepared. Um I took like a like a change of clothing, I took a duffel bag and everything. I had a towel, I had change of clothes. And then I had a shampoo and body wash and they have those showers down there. Yeah. So was it cold? I did it. 
oh, how'd you do that? Water was freezing. That water was freezing. It was like insult to injury. And, uh, and yeah, man, I shared, like, I did everything right there. It's like, people are probably looking at me like I was homeless. And, uh, and yeah, like I went back cause we were at big Dean's, big Dean's in Santa Monica okay. and it's right there on the boardwalk. And so I went back there and everybody sees me and I get like a standing ovation, like walking in there and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, man, and you, yeah, you know, we, we had a lot of beers that night. We had a lot of beers that night. That's awesome though, that you did it. I couldn't do that, but aren't, aren't you from Phoenix? I'm from Phoenix, man. I'm from Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, born and born and raised in Mesa, Arizona, uh, which is just 15 minutes east of Phoenix. But I'm not a Suns fan. Uh, the day that I was born, the Lakers uh, won the fifth and final Showtime championship. And um, so I like to say that the good Lord made me a member of Laker Nation from day one. Got it. And my father was born in Los Angeles. And uh, before he bounced, he made sure that he instilled me that I was a Laker fan, Lakers, <laughs> Lakers, Lakers. And I thank them for that wherever he is in the world. Thank you. Um, and then the day that I turned 12, the day that I turned 12, Shaq and Kobe won the first of the three people. Wow. So the Lakers have won two, old. two titles. <laughs> yeah. The Lakers have won two titles. You ain't that old, man. Trust me, dude. I went to the gym today. I did leg day. I feel ancient right now. Um, but, <laughs> I used to watch uh, Worthy play. Yeah, so the Lakers have won two titles. Oh, we, see, look, like I envy that man. Like I really envy people that got to watch the Showtime Lakers because obviously, you know, I was literally born when they won their last title. So I never like what I just see the Lakers is what I see on film. Um, I was lucky enough that I got to see, you know, the Shaq and Kobe years which I'm selfishly going to say that those were the greatest Laker teams and that Kobe's the greatest Laker of all time. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, and Shaq's the most dominant player of all time. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, even though I'm from Phoenix, dude, you go to my hometown and you ask them, be like, yo, has there ever been a big time Laker fan here? It's me. It was me. It was always the guy walking around with Laker gear, USC gear um, and Dodger gear. It was me. Wow. See, I'm a New yeah. Yorker, but I I always liked the Lakers, and I and I liked um, Magic Johnson. I was like a Magic Johnson fan because I used to watch them play. And then yeah. Norm Nixon, Norm Nixon, his style was actually what made me like shoot uh, better because I, yeah. I watched his style. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jamal Wilkes, I he had, mm. that, he had that weird, you know. Yeah, he did. Bro. Yeah, so I developed things, but you know, believe it or not, uh, Kareem was probably my favorite player ever. It was because I had a three-point hook shot. A three-point hook shot? <laughs> I swear to you, man. I could. There's a guy. Uh, he's on here sometimes with me, but um, he goes by Flip, and okay. and we used to play ball together. Up in, right. Not that long ago uh, that I stopped playing, and um, mm-hmm. he could tell you. So next time I put him on the show, I'm gonna bring that up because he. He, they used to make fun of me because you know I'm this lanky dude, but they would, they'd, they'd be like, "Oh, he's Kevin Durant," and then I, I just had this hook shot, so everybody would laugh at me, but I would, I'd make them. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I think that that's like, I mean, Kareem, Kareem had the most unguardable shot in the history of the NBA. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like, people try to say that Dirk Nowitzki's little little step back was the most unguardable shot. That Kevin Durant has a like the most unguardable shot, but. But the sky hook to me was the most un- unguardable shot in the history of the NBA. And Kareem used to, I mean, like he would chuck up from three point range like you. Like yeah. he could, I mean, it was insane what he did. Kareem, That's how I learned. Kareem, in my opinion, doesn't get enough respect around the NBA. True. You know, people, people like to put Jordan the GOAT, which I started, I started watching, seriously watching basketball um, in the second half of the bulls run um so by that time uh by that point you know was like 95 96 and Shaq had just signed with the lakers kobe would just been drafted so it was like i started watching that that's why yeah that makes sense because they were they were awesome they were starting up there the del harris years yeah um i didn't like him uh, you know, like Del Harris? Not really. I thought he was soft. Yeah, 
yeah, he was a little bit, you know, he was a little bit, which that documentary on Hulu was fantastic because they interview everyone and they and they get the honesty out of everybody. Yeah. You know, you know, they didn't pull, you know, no punches were pulled in that one, man. They let it yeah. fly in that one. I mean, I could sit here, man, and talk for hours about how much of a Laker <laughs> fan I am, man. I mean, to see what's going on with them right now, it's it's sad. It sucks. But everyone in Los Angeles is acting like the sky is falling, which I mean, you know, hey, if you're a Laker fan, it is falling. But the thing is, is that it's like, bro, we won the title two years ago. Yeah. You know, it's we like know. we can't win it every year. Like, I'm a realist, man. Like, yeah, would I love to wipe the floor with the Boston Celtics every year? Absolutely. Do we, you know what I love to shut up the Golden State Warriors? Absolutely. Bro, but I mean, every team has their has their shine. Every right. team has their shine. The Spurs had it. The Warriors are having it right now. You know, the Celtics had it in the 80s. Um, then they had it with their big three with, or with you know, with Garnett, Pierce, and Allen. Um, yeah. The Heat had it. You know, every team has their shine at one point. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know what the hell it's going to take to get us back to that because it seems like everything personnel. is a train wreck right now. I um, think it's personnel and egos. Yeah, I mean, the personnel is, I don't know what the hell the GM or uh, Rob Palinka was thinking when he assembled this team. LeBron's got to take some sort of, of ownership of it um, because those are his boys on the team. Yeah, that's why I said the They're Eagles. All, you know, so it's like, yo, man, you know, you can't sit here and be like, oh, you know, like, I don't know how I got in this position. No, you you wanted <laughs> no. your boys with you, man. <laughs> Come on now. Yep. <laughs> it's like... Sometimes the name isn't like like Tyson. Tyson can go into a a boxing match, and his name alone wins half the the, the battle because people are like, "Oh, this Tyson," you know. And that's oh, how yeah. they're gonna. But but once somebody saw Tyson fall, they knew they had a chance. Yep. Right, and mm -hmm. that's that's these guys. It's like they're no longer this team that's like, "Ooh, man, here they come." You know, yeah. we got to, we got to, no, nah, we're like, oh, we can get them. We just got to push a little harder, you know? And once you break their confidence or whatever it is, it's, it's over. Yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, like everybody wants to have their, their shot at Goliath and everybody does their best. Like when you talked about when, you know, like when we'd be in the booth, it's like when I'd go up there and I would do my burst, I would try to be as perfect and as good as I can because I knew that the next guy coming in after me, I'm like, I want you to be able to do exactly what I just did. And if not, I want you to be better than me. Yeah, I want, see, if I got I it in three takes, I want to see it done in two. Like, I want to be able to give you the fire, the might, and everything to get it done in two takes. You know, yeah, then the next yeah. guy's going to want to, yo, give me a one-take shot here. That's uh, what I meant by yeah, you. You had a good vibe. It didn't seem like it was like, oh, man, he 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 did better than me. And then the next one, it's like, you know, you shake your keys in your pocket or something to distract the person. With, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you weren't like that at all. It would be something is like, say you and I were brought in, you know, to do a project and everything like that. And it's like, we're there to do a job together. It's like, we need to be on our A on game point. together. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm not there, but you are, it's like, you know, I've got to figure out a way to get there. And it's like, or like vice versa. It's like, why would I want to, you know, keep you from getting to that level? It's like me and you, we're working together. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, if we're on the same team, if we're on a basketball team, it's like, yo, I make my three. I don't want you to be as good as me. So I'm going to throw a pass and make you try to try to run and get it. And you run out of bounds with it or whatever. It's like, how is that going to help us win? It's exactly. not going to help us win. Exactly. Yeah. You See, know, that's so why I said that. You're a positive dude. It's a, it's a good thing. But what made you actually go to class? What made me sign up uh, with Calvin's and Cal uh, I, I briefly moved back to Arizona because I've been living in Los Angeles since 2010. And I briefly moved back to Arizona in 2000 or in 2018. And like five minutes living back in Arizona, I was like, all right, this is why I left Arizona. So... <laughs> So, so I immediately started going back to the drawing board as to how I'm going to get back to Los Angeles. How am I going to get back to Los Angeles? So I, you know, I worked my ass off. I busted my ass, saved up some cheddar and I came back to Los Angeles um, in June. I actually moved out here the day of my birthday, the day of my birthday, I moved back. Nice. 
Um, That's a gift. Yeah. In 2000, in 2019, I moved back to Los Angeles and I said, this is it. I'm coming back. I had a job lined up at some solar panel installation company. And I was like, this is it. I'm coming back. I'm, I'm going to go after the impossible. Cause the first time I moved out to Los Angeles, I was like, yo, I just needed to get out of Arizona. Arizona was a dead end for me. It was like, you know, no, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to be anything of a successful person out there. Um, yeah, I could have lived a comfortable life, but I'm not going to be anybody of success out there. I'm not like, it's just not going to happen. So I was like, no, screw this. I am going to do something this time around. So 2019 comes around and I have this job with this solar panel installation company. And I remember that I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get this impossible dream figured out. How the hell am I going to do it? So I start Googling voiceover classes. Little flashback here. In, I think it was 2016, I'm doing security work for Warner Brothers. And everybody at Warner Brothers would always be on my ass about, dude, you got to do voiceover work, bro. Got to do voiceover work, man. Dude, you're wasting time. Got to do it. Got to do it. So I remember that I was introduced to this one woman who her husband was a manager, talent manager, the guy rep Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's, big uh, sexy. He was from um, uh, WWE. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big sexy Kevin Nash. So he was his manager. The guy hits me up and he agrees to meet with me and have coffee with me at some place in Venice off Abbott and Kenny. I know what it is. And so we meet there. And I remember that he was like, you got to do this. You got to do that, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and when you are good enough, there's a place called Kalmanson and Kalmanson. He would not shut up about Kalmanson and Kalmanson being the gold standard. He was like, mm. it's the gold standard. He told me I wasn't good enough to go to Kalmanson and Kalmanson. He wow. was like, he was all like, he was like, you need to do this. You need to do this acting class. You got to do blah, 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 blah. Then if you're good enough, you go to Kalmanson and Kalmanson and then you look me up and everything and i'm like you just lit a fire under my ass because <laughs> he told you because he told you you're not good enough yeah so yeah, i was I like, understand it so i'm like i'm gonna do this you watch me work so but unfortunately the universe does what it does and whatever and i just like i lost track of that so i remember that i came back in 2019 and i was ready to literally just scorch earth and i'm like i'm doing this i'm like and I Googled Kalmanson and Kalmanson. And I'm like, I do not care what that dude said back then. I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to go there. So I did not know anything more about Kalmanson and Kalmanson just other than that. So I'm thinking I got to audition to get into this school. I'm I like, I'm thinking like, I need an agent, whatever, blah, blah. So I Google it and I see that, hey, there's a beginner's class. Like I can sign up and do whatever. I'm like, awesome, great, cool. But the thing was, is that I was kind of like a blue collar type of guy, like I still am, you know, like work, 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 you know, dreams are for when you're asleep, you know, things like that. <laughs> I get you. So I wasn't happy at that time with this solar panel installation company. I really wasn't. Yeah, I was paying the bills, but it was like, it was kind of like the crew that I was working with, they like, they weren't, they weren't the coolest of people. Um, there were... Like one of the guys was like racist and it's like, it was, he wasn't racist towards Mexicans. He was racist towards other cultures and other races. Mm -hmm. And it really, really, really like got under my skin because, you know, I'm not. And it's like, I, like I'm a lover of everyone. I'm a lover of all races and cultures. Um, yeah, we talked so, about that in, in, at school. Yeah. So the day that I decided to say it was the day that I'm there. We're in Palmdale, borderline Lancaster. Okay. So nowhere near Los Angeles. It was me and the racist guy. And because, because it was three guys on the crew, it was me, the racist guy, and this other guy. The other guy had like a family emergency and he wasn't able to join us for that day. And so it was just me and the racist guy. And we're doing this job. And the guy goes to Home Depot to pick up, a, to pick up something that we needed. He goes to Home Depot. He comes back after like an hour and he literally comes up to me, he drives up to the house where we're doing this work. And he goes, he goes, Hey bro, 
I started talking to this girl at Home Depot, dude. She lives around the corner, bro. I'm going to take off for about an hour or two. I'm going to go smash her and I'll be right back, dude. He goes, here, man, like, take your bag, take your this, dude. Like, you know, like, so like, you know, like you have some stuff and, and yeah, man, like I'll be back. And I'm like, wait, what? You serious? You're about to leave me here to go have sex with some chick you met at Home Depot? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, bro, like, what about the job? And right. he was like, oh, no, exactly. no, 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 dude, like, we're done, we're done, we're good. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, if we're done, then let's get the fuck out of here. Like, let's <laughs> yeah, get exactly. out of, like, like, Palmdale, Lancaster, dude. I get you. Yeah, like, so, so it's like, I'm like, bro, dude, like, let's get the hell out of here, dude. It's, it's July in Palmdale, dude. Dude, I left, I left yeah, Phoenix that's for like a reason, and, bro. Yeah, that's like 113, like, on, on yes. average. I'm like, bro, I left Phoenix for a reason, dude. Come on now. Yeah. I'm done with the 115 degree weather. Yeah. Like, dude literally bounces, leaves me there at this house. I'm sitting there and I literally was like, if you don't do something with this voiceover, this is going to be your life for the rest of it. Mm. That was that aha moment, they say. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the dude comes back and he's like, oh, bro, dude, you ready to go? Ready to go? And I'm like, yeah, like, like, I'm usually like kind of fiery at times. But, bro, I didn't say one can word the whole way back. Like he tried to play nice with me, try to be nice and everything. And, you know, oh, bro, dude, like, you want to stop and grab a drink? You want to stop and do this? You want to just stop and do that? I'm like, nah, man, I'm cool, dude. I'm just gonna head home and knock out. And I was like, you need to do something with your voiceover stuff now. And that day, I called up Calvinson and Calvinson. I spoke to who I needed to speak to. I asked them if they had availability for their next upcoming, you know, beginners course. They said they did. I signed up that day um, and everything. And even though I didn't have all the money, I think I signed up with like a payment plan or okay. whatever. And yeah, like that's what got me to do it. I was like, you know, dude, like this is the universe's way of forcing you into yes. it. It's like you didn't take the hints, the little subtle hints. We're going to yeah. slap you across the face with a very, very demeaning moment for you yeah. and force you into this. And so I was like, all right, man, I'm doing this. And dude, I remember, man, like I remember every single moment and minute of being in Calmonson and Calmonson, dude. I remember my first day there, I was all like, I was afraid, like my voice sometimes, it's like people see me, they don't expect the voice, dude. I'm like, I'm six foot, six foot one Mexican, you know? So it's like people expect a whole different voice to come out. They do not expect this. So I was like, I'm afraid to speak sometimes. Like I'm afraid to like speak in public or whatever, because I've always had that insecurity that people think that, oh, he's a six foot Mexican, six foot one Mexican. He has to impose his presence with oh, a fake voice i get you yeah. it's like i have to fake the funk you know what i mean i got you and so i was kind of like nervous i was kind of nervous and it's like i'm sitting in the room there and i remember that andrew showed up with like a box of pizza i remember that he was like running late he <laughs> was running late and, he had pizza there. and i and like i'm like i'm still kind of sitting there i'm all like Bro, dude, just come up with an excuse that you got to leave. Just come up with an excuse. Come up with an excuse. Uh, you know, like, you know, like, oh, damn, dude, they broke into your house, man. You got to go. Sorry, man. I got to leave. You know, um, but no, man, I suck it out. And I was like, you know what, man, this is it. This is why we did it. It's like, if you don't do it, you're going to go back to that life of, you know, being disrespected like that. Um, so things went good. Things went great for me there with Calvinson and Calvinson. And I ended up leaving that job and I got a, I got another more stable job. Uh, back doing security again, uh, doing private security. You know, I really loved my time there at Calvinson and Calvinson. I've, I've been wanting to go back, man. I've been wanting to go back, but like, it's like, I'm trying to do like an in-person thing. I didn't want to do the Zoom thing. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything like that. I wanted to be in the booth, man. Like mm -hmm. I loved, I absolutely loved being in the booth, man. Made me feel like I, you know, made me feel like you know, world, world prize fighter, man. And I'm in the ring, baby. No, I get like, you. That's how I felt, man. So I get you. We had we, yeah. this is so weird. We we have similar stories. And then my wife kept telling me, Right, you know, you're the one that's always telling me that there's signs and there's universe. And why don't you just do it? And I'm like, Well, because um I don't want to just waste money on a if. 
I already waste money on my music equipment and I don't turn over revenue all the time. So there's like a guilty conscience right there, you know? Right. Yeah. And then one day I was working at the school and this kid bit me and I thought maybe, maybe that was a sign. And you know what the actual sign was? We go to Costco that night and this, this black guy is in line and he has his voice like yours. And I think yours is deeper than mine, but he, he, he's standing there and he's like, how you doing partner? And I was like, man, you should do voiceovers. <laughs> there you go. And he goes, man, I just started school at Kalmanson and Kalmanson. And I went, holy no shit. shit. He's, wow. working. he's actually working. So he ends up telling me, he goes, you know, I always see you here. And he goes, I thought you, that's what you did. And he goes, I thought one day I'm tired of this shit. I don't want to be sitting here doing this for the rest of my life. Everybody keeps telling me I, I should do voiceovers. Why not? Right. So he was like, I took one of my, my paychecks and I put it aside. And I said, that's for this. I was thinking if dude, if this dude's at Costco and he's willing to take the sacrifice and I'm working with kids, I'm, I'm trying to do the universe solid. Then I should take it, you know, like put myself first. So right. that's how I met you. Wow, man. That's crazy. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that, like, that was the universe's way of being like, you need to quit the bullshit and, you, and like, you need to get in there. I mean, like, I mean, that's just the way that some of us are, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, like, I think that when it's later in life, the universe is, is not going to give you these subtle little things of where it's like, okay, you know, you, you know, you're 12 years old and you know, you're going on the right path and whatever. It's like, no, we're the ones that deviate from the path. And it's like, you kind of understand this being a parent of where it's like, you see your child wandering off and you're like, no, 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 this way. They, they like, they go off again. And it's like, no, 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 this way. Yeah. And they do it for like a third time. And you like have to like physically grab them and be like, right here. That way. Yeah. Focus, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, you deviate again. They're going to slap you in the back of the head and be like, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah. And that's you know, what's so happening to us. Yeah. So, so it was something of where I knew that it was the right way because so my girl, you know, when I was doing Kelmanson and Kelmanson, she was like, she would tell me, she goes, I see such a joy in you. She goes, I see like a joy in you. And I was like, Hey, like, it like kind of started making me like making me feel like self-conscious a bit. I'm like, wait, was I some miserable dude before? And she was like, she was like, she was like, no, 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 no. She goes, she goes, but it's like, you know, I would ask you how your day went and you'd be like, ah, you know, it was okay or whatever. Like you would, I'd ask you how your day went. You'd be like, oh my God, I got, you know, like we did this, we did that, you know, blah, blah, blah. We did blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I do have my rough moments. I do have my low moments a bit, you know, it sucks, but you know, you just got to keep on grinding. You have to, you know, I tell myself all the time, even though I'm given daily examples and daily reminders, you know, of all these people that I know that are like skyrocketing right now. And good for them. God bless them. I'm never going to hate. Okay. But it's one of these things where it's like, it's not, your, it's not your time right now. It's not your turn. It's their turn. You know, like, I'm going to give you a prime example. So I went and I worked with this voiceover coach last year, a year ago, uh, a year ago today, pretty much. The guy that I had class with, it was his first time taking voiceover classes last year, November and December. And not trying to be a dick man i really am not trying to be a dick <laughs> no, but, I, I don't i don't judge you <laughs> but it was like i was more natural in the booth he had a more of like a live wire type of personality but when it came down to it you know i was i would always be told like after class and off to the side that it's like you are going to be the one that goes pro you are going to be the one that does this blah 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 so i went and i did it and everything I even cut a demo and everything, which was my first time do, like doing that. And I was really happy, really excited. So after we were done in class, you know, the, you know, the guy's like, Hey Gus, you know, you mind if we switch Instagrams and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I, absolutely. So we stay in touch. I think it was like June. The guy posts a story from Netflix. He's, he's oh, at Netflix studios. Nice. And he's announcing that he's got himself a first gig like some animated little cartoon show on netflix like a month and a half later announces he's got another one and he just posted like a month ago that he's now on a he's like out of town for five weeks doing a netflix film 
Well, also he has a deal with Netflix. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, as happy as I am for this guy who literally a year ago was taking his very first, was in a booth for the first time. He's now got a deal with Netflix. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome, dude. That's the American dream right there. You're achieving incredible feats, dude. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. Like I like I DM him all the time. Whenever he posts something, I'm like, dude. I'm so proud of you, man. Congratulations. And it's like, I sit there and it's like, I just kind of look up at the universe. I look up at the sky and I'm like, you know, uh, just kind of curious as, you know, <laughs> am I going to get in on this good luck, you know, a little bit, you know, Boy, or anything like that. But I just have to sit here and be like, look, man, nobody landed on top of Mount Everest. Well, yeah, everybody had to climb. Everybody had to climb. So it's like, you know, do I feel at times that I'm climbing Mount Everest in a pair of flip flops? Yeah, I do. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're still climbing. Regardless of how you're going to get there, you are going to get there. Yeah, you know what I see it as? Like, like your friend, he has that wave right now, right? But yeah. then, like, but then, like, and not taken away from his success, but I'm right. saying, like, say his wave is steady or whatever. Maybe your wave is the one following it, but it's a little, like, the crescendo, it's a little higher yeah you don't know and, and you know like that's that's all i can hope for like i'm still gonna keep on doing my thing and everything like that and and i have to be you know humble and and you know i mean i have to i have to be humble and confident at the same time like i tell everyone there's a difference between arrogancy and 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 like confidence. confidence yeah and it's you know it's arrogancy is is like always thinking you're the best without proving you are Mm -hmm. confidence is being able to show that you're the best and you are the best and you're able to have humility with it and i have to be as confident as i can at all times even though dude ask anyone you know that that is around me they're like you know he is nowhere near the levels that he needs to be which i've got problems with that, that like that's my like every time that we would go to class i'm like dude i'm with the guy that could do replace lawrence fishburne you know, for ADR work over here, dude, which is you. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I cannot hold a candle to this guy. All right. Thank you. you know? I don't, I never thought of, thank you. <laughs> you know, like there were other guys in our class, you know, that I, like, that's like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, I'm like, man, dude, this guy's good, dude. This guy's great. Then there were other ones where I'm like, you're going to have to go back to the drawing board on this one, buddy. Yeah. Like that annoying kid that, I, that they teamed me up with twice. And he was like really like he was like I can't remember his name, but he was like really um animated, I guess. But he was yeah, he'd sit there and all of a sudden it was like and then his voice would get annoying, yeah. right? Yeah, that guy, yeah, that guy, I was like in my head. See, kind of like I understand where you're coming from because I thought, man, this guy is the type of guy that'll end up having a connection to someone and then <laughs> and then get job. Yeah. And then here I am, like because the lady that um, critiqued us at the end, that director. Yes. Yeah, she told me, she was like, um, I should hire you instead of Morgan Freeman because he's 10 grand for the hour and I could pay you wow. a fraction of that. And I wasn't I wasn't insulted because I was like, just the fact that you would hire me, you know, that's like. Dude, I, I'm put not... that on my tombstone. Here lies Gus. He took a job from Morgan Freeman right you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna yeah you know so that gave me confidence but i still had to learn and i i met this guy in um because i go i hang out by malibu a lot and this guy just came up to me out of nowhere started talking to me his name is uh f andre i forgot his last name but he's a real nice guy and he was like approached you because you have this thing around you this aura and he's like and you have this and he's like, I heard you speaking to your son, you, your voice, man. And this is recently. So I was right. like, I was like, man, keep going, keep going. And I always wondered what you were doing. Cause like you have your podcast, um, right. May I have a word. So like, word. what made you, um, did the voiceover make you start that? Or was it something you were already going to do? So I'd always wanted to do a podcast, like literally since like 2015, I've always wanted to do a podcast. Like I always want to do it, dude. I struggled on the name of it, everything like that. I wanted to like have it perfect and everything. And it's like, 
this is where it kind of comes down to like, you know, funny thing of where like people that people that make plans out of life and everything like that. So I wanted to have the most perfect podcast of all time. And 2015 comes, I didn't do it. 2016 comes, I didn't do it. 2017, 18, 19, never did it. We're there. It's the end of March. We're in lockdown. We're in, you know, the world is changing before our eyes every day. And I remember that it was a Saturday night. And I think it was like the second week of lockdown. I want to say it was the second week of lockdown. And I'm sitting there in my place and I'm watching Transformers 3 in the middle of the night. I'm watching Dark on the Moon in the okay. middle of the night. And I remember that I just snapped. I literally, I snapped. I shot up out of bed and I was like, I started yelling at myself. Like, not like in like, not like derogatory or anything like that. But I remember that I started yelling at myself, man. It's like my neighbors probably thought I was going insane. But I, but, but like I started just like literally going, I'm like, all right, bro. Bro, you need to do something. Do something. Oh, like an do encouraging something. way. You need to do something right now, bro. Dude, I don't care what it is. Do something you've never done before. Get the fuck out of bed. Stop watching movies. You're only watching this film because it's literally on and there's nothing else to watch. Start doing something. Do something. And I was like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do, dude? Literally, the world is shut down. What the hell am I going to do? And like, I was like, I was like sitting there and I'm like, dude, I don't care if you got to go to the top, like go on top of the roof and lay there, go do something. Mm. And I'm like, I'm by myself, I'm alone. And I'm like, I need to talk to someone. But how do I talk to someone if no one's going to be there to talk to me? So I'm like, let's start a podcast. I was like right here, right now. So I Googled, I Googled some information on what, uh, or like how, where, could I start a podcast? And so uh, I, I Googled it and up popped Anchor app. Anchor mm, app. That's what I have. Uh, Spotify. Uh, yeah. Anchor, Anchor FM. Yeah. 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 That's, what I, so, that's what I use. So, yeah, man. Like, I literally, I started it. It was like, oh, you can download the app. And I downloaded it. And it was literally easy one, two, three step process. And that's what it did. That's how I did it. And, um, you know, I literally did a preview trailer of the podcast that night. I was like, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about everything. <laughs> and I did like two episodes that night. Um, and I did another one like the following week. Um, and what's funny is, is that I know this lady, this lady that I know, she used to be like, you know, in the radio business. And she was like a quote unquote podcast producer. Quote unquote. She hits me up after hearing like the first few episodes unsolicited by the way mm. i just told her that hey i started a podcast like i sent the word out to everybody i knew i was like hey here's the link if you guys want to listen go ahead appreciate it this lady responds back to me and she goes she goes hey so i listened to your first few episodes she goes it's cool that you're doing this she goes but i have a few notes and i'm like all right cool what are they and she was all like, she was all like, for starters, you need to, she goes, what does your title mean? May I have a word? Like, why is that? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I mentioned it in there. She goes, well, you need to have like a mission statement above it. And I'm like, all right. And then she's like, and you need to pick one topic. She goes, you're all over the place. You need to pick one topic and stick with it. And I kind of was like, I didn't say this to her, but I was just like, I was respectful. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thank you. Um, have a good day. But Inside, I'm all like, if you don't like my podcast, don't fucking listen to it. Yeah, that's kind of how mine is. It's, it's, yeah, I get you. You know, it, it, I like, mean, I, I get her, but you're, you're, for you to get to where you're supposed to be, you have to try things. Yeah. You know, like to be you. Yeah, because, because I knew that I was going to want to interview like many different individuals. I didn't want to just have a sports only podcast because I wanted to be able to, to, you know, have on people from the entertainment industry from, you know, like if I wanted to like interview a teacher, uh, if the next day I wanted to interview a lawyer, if the next day I wanted to interview an author, you know what I mean? Like, or if I want to interview an actor, an actress, you know, a director, whatever, 
I wasn't going to sit here and just pigeonhole one type of podcast, right. one type of genre of it. I was like, yo, I'm going to talk about anything and everything. Yeah. And that's, that's what I that's do. What I am. Yeah. Well, I listened to yours and I remember because um, when I got on the Instagram, but this is obviously after the, the Kelmanson, but right. then I, I saw, may I have a word and I, uh, then again, I'm older. So like the term, is like, can I have a word with you? You know, like, can I have a moment of your time? Yeah, I, I thought that was, I thought that was great. So I was like, hmm. So when I listened to a few, and then I saw your titles, and I thought, it's cool that it's variety, because that's the whole reason why I don't listen to podcasts. Because, like, I have a friend, she has one. It's about sex. Now I know if I want to hear about it, I can go to her thing, but, um because I know her, it's like, well, I already know you're going to talk about sex. So right. it's just kind of, they kind of like put you in a, in a category, which maybe that's good for you. And for me, um, mine stories and solutions, because I think there's a story from everybody. And if you can have a solution, because I feel like most people talk and they're not offering anything like you offer positivity, yeah. you know, it's a uh... yeah like it's it's about positivity it's about it's about being honest and real you know sometimes like people kind of hit me up they're like yeah you know did you get a little bit too much in the politics i'm like no what i'm getting into the politics is that i may have pissed on your side of the fence that you didn't like right i was like i was all like you know democrats are gonna love my podcast when i'm like oh no the republicans are just you know racist whiny people but then Democrats are going to be like, well, you know what? You shouldn't be talking about politics is when I'm like, no, you guys are just closeted liars who are truly wearing the same, you know, coat as the Republicans. Yeah, but you guys same. hide, yes. you know, it's like, you know, it's like, that's what it like. It's like, no, you're just getting upset because I'm talking about your team in the way that you don't want me to talk about your team. Amen. It's just a straight, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, thank you. But, you know, I mean, like, that's just the way it is, you know I mean? So um you know like uh you know people were hitting me up you know like during uh during 2020 because i was putting out two episodes a week um and uh and so it was a lot of you know like hey man loving the podcast everything like that you know uh appreciate the fact that you're not talking about black lives matter you know blah 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 but guess what next episode I was talking all about it. <laughs> I don't like them, by the way. <laughs> you know, like, like, it, like, it's like, hey, man, you know what? Get out there, march, get out there, play, like, have your voice heard. It's like, no one's going to dictate what is on my podcast except yeah. for me. Yeah. That's it, period. You know, I'm going to give a voice to literally anyone and everyone. I think I said it in, like, my opening trailer. I was like, unless you're a member of the clan. Or, you know, you're arrested for being a serial killer. I'm pretty sure that you're going to be able to have a voice on my podcast because it's like, you know, I'm, I don't really reach too much into Zodiac signs or anything like that, but I'm a Gemini, the most hated one. Oh, so am I. Hey, there we go. I'm a, I'm a Taurus Gemini. There we <laughs> so go. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> so they say that they like they say that Gemini's are two-faced and I'm like no in reality it's two people yeah. so I can see things from both like from like each side yeah man speak <laughs> you know man so, I, I your your podcast is uh may have a word and you're on Spotify anchor all that right yeah man uh may, uh, may I have a word it's on uh it's on those two platforms along with apple it's on apple as well so it's on yeah, google it's on apple spotify anywhere you can find podcasts type nice. it in may i have a word you'll find me yeah so gustavo i really do appreciate you i know this i uh i i you know this is just from my heart man like like you met me we spent seven weeks together and like I said, you always kept the impression, just good people. I remember when you told me you were from Arizona and I was like, oh man, we're not going to get along. Cause I kept thinking, <laughs> of, you know, well, cause I've, I had some really bad experiences over there. So this, right. place, this place called Quartzsite. Um, That's on the border. Yeah. The place when I was there, they wouldn't give me gas. They wouldn't even take my money. No shit. Yeah. They wouldn't let me buy 
gas, chips. They wanted me out of the place. And, um, you know, so like when you were telling me about it, when I met you, I was like, man, I should just lay low. But mm -hmm. you were, you were like, like I said, you and uh, that one dude with the long beard, like a Celtic type of dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you two, I was like the coolest with. And I was just like, and, you know, obviously Andrew, but um, as far as like, you know, learning and talking and, and I really enjoyed getting to know you and still, and, you know, like I said, you were always a solid dude. And, and, and yeah, so like, like, I'm, I'm gonna be pushing for you with the voiceovers and whatever I find out, I'll be sending you dms because i'm i'm still doing it and i don't think i don't think either one of us should stop and you know it's really good to have people that you know encourage each other so i appreciate you coming on you know this is stories and solutions and all that but i really appreciate you you know taking your time and it's you know and everything and just being open hey man i'm honored and and thank you very much for those kind words man hey man all all of that goes to my mom for raising me with an iron fist, man. So, you know, um, you know, thank you very much for that and everything, man. And I'm honored, man. And hey, man, you know, I'm always down to do it again, man. So uh, if we can, you know, yeah, man, like anytime, dude, just reach out to me. And uh, if I can make it happen, dude, we'll definitely do it again. I, I sure will. I sure will. So All thank right, man, you. appreciate it. All right. You take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon, though. All right. Yes, sir. Likewise. All right. Take care. This is Stories and Solutions. I'm Mr. Todd. Be easy.